0: on etx life podcast we invite you to take a peek behind the pine curtain with us as we work to create a culture of supporting women in the east texas area journey with us as we share
1: experiences create connections and offer insights on life and business it's It's all good in the piney woods. woods
0: Welcome back to another episode of ETX Podcast. I'm Sierra and I'm here with my co-host Holly. Hello Holly. Hey Sierra. How's it going this week? It's going great. Going really, great. really busy. Embracing <laughs> embracing the rumor of fall.
1: The rumor of fall. I mean, I've already seen Places starting to put out their pumpkin spice. <laughs> it's a little too early for me. Like I'm. I'm Why? Because pers- it's still 100 degrees? Because it's still 100 degrees. I can't get into the fog gear and tear. I mean, I'm all about fall and I'm all about winter, but it's got to be cold.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> I always get slightly irritated when I go into a regular store like your Target, for instance, and they have pulled anything summer related and it's all winter but it's 96 degrees outside it just I don't, doesn't land well now
1: I have the flip side because then usually the summer stuff is on clearance okay well especially like clothing school yeah. perspective okay that's so, fair so like those northern those clothing stores that are based in northern states
0: where they have seasons that start earlier sure they're yeah. already
1: like selling their sweaters and stuff yeah. and their swimsuits are on sale but it's still 100 degrees here in texas yes. so that's when i buy my swimsuit
0: i mean that's good <laughs> practice i i can't knock that but it's true with the fall drinks. so are you a pumpkin spice fan because really that's that's the big question that's the well, i do like pumpkin spice but i'm
1: not like the crazy, okay. You know, like I'm, I'm the basic one. You, like we'll you have like a pumpkin it. spice here and there, okay. But you um, don't go out of your way, mm-mm. Okay. no. I mean, there's, you know, I, I always want to try the new pumpkin spice stuff. Like there's like pumpkin spice cereal. Oh yeah. Or, oh yeah. You know, I Everything. Wanna, I want to try it. I love the flavor if it's cold. If it's cold outside. <laughs> but I'm not the one that I'm like. It's barely the end of summer. School is starting. I must have my it, pumpkin spice. I want it to happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, do you get into Halloween? Are you one of those early decorators too? So I I'm more of a fall decorator. Not okay. how ha-
1: not necessarily Halloween. I don't really love the spooky stuff. Right. Um, and also I'm cheap. So I <laughs> want <laughs> I want my decorations to work. Like from the start purpose. of fall through Thanksgiving. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> and, you know, if you decorate with pumpkins, that works all the way through Thanksgiving. Indeed. I agree. Um, so I like that. I do like to dress up, though. You would like to dress up? I do like to do dress you do, up. Have
0: you done a family costume, like family themed?
1: So w- the first year my son was born, we did a Harry Potter theme. Oh, um, yeah, That was so cute. <laughs> he was um dobby from oh. the little house elf <laughs> with one sock he was so cute oh it was, of course he was it was so cute That's but, super cute but then after that the year after that we kind of wanted to do because he is too
0: young to really yeah. know yeah but this year i going feel on. like it's gonna be a game changer right he Yeah, knows. He'll know, he yeah. knows
1: what halloween is now so it'll be different the year after that we just kind of kept our lights on and Gave out candy. trick or treat it. Yeah. Yeah. And we really liked that. And then last year it was COVID. So yeah. Really so that didn't really count. Really We're just going to pretend that didn't happen. Wait, but this year... He knows what Halloween is. So it's going to be, yeah, a whole different, mm-hmm. whole different, whole different ball thing. game now. Yeah. yeah.
0: I love pumpkin spice stuff. I mean, I, I'm i like you. I'm not, you know, chomping at the bit for it to change. But mm-hmm. by that time it comes, I'm like, oh, it's a sign. We're yeah. going to get there. Because, yeah. you yeah. know, fall is probably my favorite time in East Texas. Um, growing up on the West Coast where we really didn't have seasons. <laughs> it was just kind of sunny all year long. Um, it was really a mm-hmm. nice change to live somewhere where it wasn't so brutally cold that you couldn't enjoy it except for last year. We're going to just, again. (laughs) Well,
1: and really that was only a week, so. (laughs) That's true, that's
0: true. But the the color change is Mm -hmm. just breathtaking in East Texas. And if you haven't, experience that because maybe you just moved here or you're in for a treat I mean everybody's mm-hmm. so ready to be done with summer that when mm-hmm. fall finally comes it's just it is it's like this breath of it is. fresh
1: air I, I'm a summer girl through and through I love the summer but when fall gets here I'm ready you're for ready fall. I'm ready yeah. for fall and and it does because I lived in Florida for a little bit right again well. eternal summer eternal summer like there it, I mean And people here in East Texas always say, oh, we don't have any seasons. And I'm like, what? You've never lived anywhere else if you think that East Texas doesn't have any seasons. Because I'm like, I mean, you say that, but I've never watched – New Year's fireworks outside in a tank top and shorts in Texas ever. (laughs)
0: I have celebrated many um, Halloween, Christmas in like you're saying shorts and and a tank top for that reason. so.
1: So I think fall here in Texas, like you said, in East Texas is it's first of all, one of the only places in Texas that you can actually see fall colors. Yeah,
0: we have real trees. We have real trees.
1: Mm-hmm. And um, and then plus the weather is so mild that it's just like the perfect time of year, oh, right? It's, it's, it's not the
0: gotcha season. Like, so people that think, you know, maybe they come to visit and they think, <laughs> oh, I could live here. It's perfect. It's so beautiful. Oh, You're oh like, no. yeah, just stick around for like six months. It's just a but, few months, yeah. yeah. But it is, it is <laughs> perfect weather.
1: It is. It's a nice time to visit East Texas. And lucky for our listeners, Mm -hmm. we have kind of done a little roundup of East Texas fun fall things to do.
0: Yeah. And there's no shortage of that. And if anything, I feel like activities really kick up again in the fall. So much so that all these um, different cities, I feel like they need to communicate better because the doubling up of dates It's really hard to be in Nacogdoches and Tyler on the same day (laughs) when they've got a really cool activity going on. So it becomes like this toss a coin. Thing. thing because yeah. you only have so many weekends in the fall right it's true and it's there's true. something like every weekend so one well, of the we, things I mean we can't take turns around here because no. fall is only a short period it is. Of time. it's a small window <laughs> we gotta fit it all in that's right. get outside well one of the things I was surprised because I always learn about new stuff and that's one of the great things about this area too and I didn't realize you know, you've heard of the whole Polar Express oh, train. Firstly, yes. But have you heard of the Pumpkin Patch Express?
1: I mean, you're asking me. I'm a destination marketer, so, so yes. yes. <laughs> so,
0: well, I yes. didn't But I, I feel like a lot know. of people haven't. Yeah, <laughs> I had no idea. So... I guess, what, it's the Rusk Texas Railroad yes. Depot, right? And well, so, in
1: Palestine, they go between, it goes between Palestine and Rusk. Okay, so okay, perfect. So, uh-huh. but it's
0: only like 30 minute round trip right. that they do, right? right. And it's, uh, obviously, it's targeted to kids of all ages, but I mean, I think adults enjoy that stuff just as much, right? Sure. So what, it's like hay rides and games a pumpkin and patch. pumpkin patch, of course, yes. they do the whole bounce house thing and they do a little mm. trick or treat. Um, and you know, the kids get to pick out their own pumpkin to take home. Mm-hmm. And I just think that is, and then of fun. course the train ride, well, and with it you can come cool. dressed up. So sometimes those costumes are a lot of work and only for one night, it's like a wedding dress, right? You want them to get to wear it as many times <laughs> as, as, many as possible. Times, yeah. So the fact that your kiddo can also get dressed up more photo ops, mm-hmm. um, it's not probably the cheapest thing to do okay but I will say it's all inclusive so you kind of have to look at the big picture because right I think it's in the like 30 to 40 dollar range mm-hmm. for you know child adult but again you know maybe you're being a little more selective of what you're going to do this year because let's be honest we were hoping we wouldn't have to talk about COVID anymore by this point but, but here we are here we <laughs> are talking about it again but like so, you said
1: if you go, if you pay to go to an event like this, you get the train ride, you get to take home a pumpkin, you get all of the activities, activities. all mm. included, like the um, hayride and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And boom, I mean, you I did mean, it. When you think about if you're gonna go to like. Six Flags Halloween night or something like that, you're going to pay double that. Well,
0: and just buying candy to give out for trick-or-treaters, depending on what kind of neighborhood you live in. Buying
1: pumpkins alone can get expensive. I mean, you asked about me decorating. I decorate with pumpkins, and I am a strong believer in real pumpkins.
0: Oh, okay, okay. But it
1: gets kind of expensive. Well, I hope (laughs)
0: it's cool enough this year to keep your pumpkins from turning into pumpkin pie on your front porch. me
1: too. Well, I also like to make pumpkin pie with my pumpkins. With your afterwards. pumpkins. Yes. Okay. So if you have never tried, it is... Harder, but if you have never tried pumpkin pie with real pumpkin, but isn't it a special changer. kind
0: of pumpkin? It's not just your any kind of pumpkin. I thought there was like certain pumpkins. Yeah, there pumpkin are, there are pie pumpkins. Right,
1: but you, I mean, you can buy pie pumpkins and sit them on your front porch for a little while.
0: Let them ripen up. Let them
1: ripen up so they're easier to cut open, and then cut them open. And you can freeze it.
0: You're Holly homemaking. No, look, here. I know, I know. <laughs> it sounds like
1: a next level. <laughs> I know it sounds like I am, but my rule with cooking is. If it if, if making something homemade tastes better than store bought, I, I agree. I'll go through the I'll go through the process, but like like spaghetti sauce for instance, not worth it. Not worth it. Salsa, like well, I'm, that could go either way.
0: Yeah. Depends. It depends. I hear you. I hear you. Sometimes I on salsa,
1: you. but a f- couple years ago, when you, it was really about a year after my son was born, a little bit before a year my son was born, and I was really in that domestic. Yeah, nesting mm-hmm. mindset, and mm-hmm. I was like, "I'm gonna make us uh, some fresh pumpkin pie." I
0: mean, I love that idea, and I'm gonna look forward oh. to eating your fresh pumpkin pie, Holly. You can, <laughs> you can. It is, it is better than store bought. I believe that, and so if you want to get in on this, actually, the funny thing about it too, it's kind of early in the game. It's like September, what, um, late September. Mm. So you'll have to check uh, under their website. I think, yeah, to see yeah. when they're, yeah. When now, they're one of the other things, too, that I didn't know about, they do the whole uh, Texas Forest Festival. So, I, I now have. Now, this one I don't know about. So, I have mm-hmm. been to Lufkin to the Texas Forestry Museum. Mm-hmm. So, that kind of rang mm-hmm. true. But this Texas Forest Festival, it's at the George H. Henderson Exposition Center. I guess that's when they do it every year. Um, and it's the fourth week of September. But they do a Southern so Hush crab Puppy Championship. So grab your pumpkin spice in right? late September and head out. <laughs> well, it's already out there. You can drive <laughs> exactly. through and get that that's now. <laughs> but, I mean, what intrigued me, I'm like, I'm sorry, you had me at Southern Hush Puppy Championship. Mm-hmm. Because... You know, the Chili Cook-Off Championship. I mean, yeah, okay. It doesn't really get me that excited. But Hush Puppy Championship? I mean, how Girl. many different ways can you make a Hush Puppy, I guess, with okay. jalapenos? Some with make cheese. it with corn. Well, isn't that what oh a Hush Puppy God. is? Oh, you Some mean with pieces, with, with pieces of corn? With pieces of corn, oh. yeah. Okay, yeah. fair. So you do. Like. I do, too. I do. They do a petting zoo, a carnival, a lumberjack show, which... Hello. I'd <laughs> like to see how that works out. Um, you know, they do all Girl, sorts of things. stuff. I went to Stephen F. Austin. You like, saw the Lumberjacks. I saw the Lumberjacks. In, in action. Yeah. But they've been doing this thing forever, since like 1938 or something. I had so, no idea. I, see, really I got cool. you on one. You did.
1: You did get me on one. It's hard to get me on mm-hmm, one. Mm-hmm. Because part of my job is like... calendar of events so do your job i usually know a lot i know my goodness
0: (laughs) well i think it's a great um sales opportunity like it generates a lot of sales for this area in in lufkin and i think that's awesome too Mm -hmm. so yeah that's a good one
1: yeah and if you haven't been to lufkin in a while it has blown up in the past few years there's a lot of
0: fun shopping you can check out um etx life because i've written a blog about a lot of places in lufkin um Mm -hmm. from shopping their library i mean i was impressed they actually had a lot going on there Their little downtown area Mm -hmm. some fun restaurants Shops, a lot of cute yeah. shops yeah yeah and then
1: there is the fire ant festival oh yeah in downtown Marshall yes because it doesn't sound like a lot
0: of fun I, right because <laughs> if, if you can't beat them join them is that how that whole <laughs> saying goes about fire ants I mean it's the thing that we hate so much that we had to make a festival out of <laughs> it I guess to honor our hatred of fire <laughs> ants but yeah so that's in Marshall and that is outdoor on the square um, I went two years ago They do some really funny stuff like they have some really cute contests that um, from, you know, like a cupcake contest to a diaper derby. Tell me about this diaper derby. I mean, to be (laughs) honest, it's not dirty diapers. I, I, you know, I'm going to just back my way out of that. I'm not because I don't I didn't see that. When we went, <laughs> I remember seeing like the toddler trot, which was really cute. That like the kids cute. little race, which is funny because, you mm-hmm. know, kids go the wrong way. And um, <laughs> they do a lot of fun stuff like that. So when I saw the diaper derby, even the, I'm like, what, what does that mean? So if you've been and you know what the diaper derby is, is it adults running in diapers? Is it what <laughs> is it? Because <laughs> I, I, I like to know. But they're accepting applications for vendors. And we want to okay. put the word out for people that, you know, all our local small vendors that have kind of had. I Not Mm -hmm. as many opportunities over the past year. I'm glad that these outdoor festivals are happening to give them. Yeah, it's
1: and that's what I was going to say about fall and the nicer weather. Mm -hmm. Is a lot of these events are outdoors, right? Which makes it really nice because you're not gathered inside and close spaces with a bunch of people. Yeah, but you still
0: get to enjoy your corn dog or your funnel cake. Yes, you do. Mm -hmm. Yes, you
1: do. And then um, it gives a place for our local vendors to get out there and showcase
0: there. Yeah. a lot Stuff of times too. they'll do, you know, free kids activities, mm-hmm. and there's no charge to get into a lot of them. Yeah. So, you know, again, costume contests, pumpkin decorating events, mm-hmm. and they usually give good prizes. Yeah, too. yeah, usually. Yeah, I mean, usually the businesses they save chip up in. for
1: for candy and right and yeah prizes and that kind of thing.
0: Yeah, so that's nice. pretty fun. And then I there's a couple local businesses that are really bringing in fall, and I was happy to see etx brewing is doing a wassail beer Mm -hmm. yeah that's interesting i know so if you've had wassail before it's that traditional german drink which it's typically wine or cider and then Mm -hmm. they add those fall flavored spices Mm -hmm. so they made a beer and then they spiced it um, with cinnamon nutmeg star anise and sweet orange peel so i mean i'm trying i have to try (laughs) it right i like wassail i do too and you
1: know Nacogdoches actually does that wassail festival during the winter in the winter yeah winter um and each each shop has their oh, own yeah, it's like a Waso contest so
0: you kind of go and do a tasting yeah like, that's fun
1: at each shop
0: which is fun that's fun and mm-hmm. then there's a newer coffee shop um in tyler have you been to big shot yes girl. okay you have i love and it's a woman owned and operated business <laughs> it is okay well, it's we gotta a new go. one it's i know it's on my list of places to try and i called them up today because i was like do you have any you know specialty drinks for the fall and they're doing a pumpkin one for the fall which you can kind of add to any of their coffee drinks. And then they are also going to have some winter flavors coming, Mm -hmm. you know, so stay tuned for that. But I've heard nothing but good things about them.
1: You know, it's in the location. It's out there in Gresham, which is kind of between Tyler and Flint, which conveniently is on my way to my son's grandparents' house. Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. So. So when I drop him off in the morning, hello. Well, shot. you
0: have to try their one of their pumpkin drinks and let me know I have what to you try think. It. Yeah, yeah.
1: And it's a cute little building. Have you been out there? Tia, no, it's yet? it's okay. on my list. It's, I haven't been. It's this cute little like house looking thing. It's very very small, but they've got a drive through. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, yeah. even better. Yeah,
1: there used to be a hot dog stand there. Okay. called the Stand. And That's funny. Yeah, mm. and oh my gosh, I was so sad to see the stand close and move out, but, but now, now I'm not sad anymore because Big Shot Coffee is amazing.
0: <laughs> Good. Okay. Well, we will add that to our list because again, you know, women owned and operated businesses. Absolutely. We've got a yeah soft spot. And the, so.
1: and the first time I went there, the owner was right there giving coffee out, and I know she works there yeah. every every time, but. You know, I'm like I'm not the weirdo. I'm I'm, I'm
0: stalking you.
1: I work for a Visit Tyler. I'm going to take your picture. Right. <laughs> well, we need to get her on the show. We'll have we to do. Ask her. We do. Yeah. She's really cool. She's got a good story. So that was fun. And then, of course, in Tyler, it's the biggie. Yes, the Texas Rose Festival. Yes,
0: and you know what, Holly? I know that I feel like kind of a dork for not knowing. This, but for some reason, when I think of blooming roses, uh-huh. I think of springtime and uh-huh. that is completely
1: opposite. Right. Yeah. Right. And actually the roses here in Tyler and East Texas bloom two times a year. And again, it's, didn't know that. It's usually actually early summer, okay. not necessarily spring. And then again in the fall. And this is peak bloom. So well, they didn't check I mean, with me because I
0: just had no idea. I was so surprised.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's interesting. Yeah. Um so we pretty much have roses blooming all, all year round. Yeah. But this is peak bloom. Okay. Like mid to late fall in early summer. Well, I'm
0: excited because the whole early summer thing, mm-hmm. the idea sometimes of getting out and walking around outside in mm-hmm. the heat was less than appealing. But if yeah. you're telling me I can see roses mm-hmm. in the fall with the weather cooling yes. down, I'm all over that. Yeah. And so
1: the Texas Rose Festival happens the third weekend in October every year. So you can mark it on your calendar. This is the 88th year. Oh Ain't gosh. stopping now. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> and it's, One of those festivals, it has several events that go along with it. So, like, there's the coronation where the queen is officially crowned. The first time you get to see the roses, that's a ticketed event. But other than that, it's free. Like, it's free to get into the Rose Garden. It's free to go to the Rose Parade. It's free to go to the Rose, the
0: Queen's Tea. And it's not just roses that bloom. It's not just roses. So, what else blooms that time of year? The,
1: The Tyler Rose Garden is 14 acres. And most of that is roses, but there's a large majority of it that are other varieties. And we actually have, which is surprising to people, one of the largest collections of Japanese maples.
0: Oh, in the, the red, state. the red maples. Yes. Yeah. Well, there's
1: green, there's red. And I'll tell you why after snowed mm-hmm. this year, the Japanese maples have been the brightest colors I've ever seen them. Ever. So
0: just on that alone would on be just worth that, seeing. Yes. And mm-hmm. then
1: there's some local Texas native plants that bloom, some succulents. And then they just opened a observation beehive.
0: Oh, I saw your picture yes, with Tucker. Yes. yes. How cool. So that is really cool. So they the won't pollinators. be selling honey. No, but they're but the pollinators, can, They're the right? pollinators.
1: So do they leave
0: the hive and go pollinate and they can come back and you can see like a window yes, through? Yes. So Very cool. There
1: there's a window that you can open it up and um, see them working away. See them working. They're sensitive to light, so you got to close that back. But they have all the information about... The process and everything like that. Did it's the city really of fun. Tyler
0: pay for that or who? No, I
1: believe don't quote me on this, but I believe the Boy Scouts
0: Oh, like helped put all that's of that really together. Neat. I love that idea. That's very cool. Yeah. Okay. So Texas. Oh, Texas. Oh, Texas. I, lo- I love you so much. And your traditions <laughs> with Queens. I don't know what that's all about because it's just kind of funny in a sense of you know, Texas is so independent and the thought of <laughs> it taking these like traditions from Europe almost British. and, and <laughs> taking them being like, We're, these are ours now. <laughs> We're going to do this. Um, it always cracks me up about all the different things, right? Because, you know, for instance, in Marshall or excuse me, in Gilmer, they do the yamboree. Right. And they have a yam a queen. yam queen. Right. Yeah. So if you can have a yam queen, you can have any kind of queen. <laughs> so and, and also that is in October as well, which yes. is a pretty cool festival in it's Gilmer. It's
1: awesome the third weekend yes yeah, in see, October that's every the week thing, you guys
0: come on can we stagger these please there's only so many weekends but the whole queen thing so tell me how that works how does the queen become the queen
1: well let me start back from the very beginning if we're talking about the tradition I,
0: th- I think we need to know
1: uh, years and years ago Tyler was known for growing peaches and in the 1930s, there was a peach blight that completely wiped out the crop of okay. peaches. So these farmers were left scrambling to find something to grow, to sell, to keep their, yeah, farms, their farms afloat. Mm-hmm. And they turned to roses because roses are a hardy plant. They, they grow, grow well grow here. grow well yeah. here. The soil's great mm-hmm. for roses. And so then basically the rose-growing industry saved Tyler it saved, it saved a lot of the farmers here. And that's why, to this day, Tyler processes somewhere around 80% of America's roses.
0: Nobody knows this, made it through. by the way. Yeah, have made
1: it through Tyler in some way. Um, we have the largest rose processing plants um, in the United States. See, this is
0: like this hidden thing because <laughs> I've lived in many other places and have never, ever, ever, ever heard that Texas of all places, and then down to Tyler has mm-hmm. that kind of responsibility with roses. You just don't. Yeah, think I of mean, that. all
1: over the nation, people know Tyler Roses. You yeah. know, we, there's Tyler Roses at the state capitol. There's Tyler, and they're labeled Tyler Roses and Tyler Roses at the United States Capitol. So, I mean, it's the rose growing industry is huge here in Tyler, and then they created the Texas Rose Festival. To honor, right. no, twofold, to honor the rose growing industry and the rose growers used to the rose queen came from a rose grower's family ah, to honor the rose grower's sense. family. But then the other side of the coin was it invited tourists in. Sure. So tourism has always been a big deal mm-hmm. in Tyler to showcase the area's beauty to new people right right and to bring in those tourism dollars to also help the economy
0: so now that the the queen is not from necessarily a rose growing family right how does she so the queen is always someone who's
1: from tyler okay so that's that's like her her birthright she has to be from the queen Always has to be from Tyler. Okay. Now, the court, not necessarily, but the queen is always from Tyler. Okay. And the queen is chosen by a committee. Okay. Um, there's a new committee every year that is in charge of everything from the theme to the queen to the media, like everything, okay. um, all of the event planning, all of that. And have so you
0: been on these committees before we visit with the committees? But yeah. I, a I'm not, a de- I'm not a decision maker. You don't have time for all <laughs> you're doing something else totally yes. different. Okay. Yes.
1: I'm not a decision maker on the, but yes, we, we visit with the committee often. Sure. And then, and then it comes down to, there's a certain age group they have to be. I think it's like sophomore in college or something like that. So they also need to be going to
0: college. Okay.
1: And then there's a certain level of volunteerism within the community, within the college. So they have to be a contributing
0: member of Tyler society as far as volunteering and contributing. Yeah. And then they
1: also have to be willing as a family to be part of the process because they're in charge of planning the queen's tea, which is the one of the biggest events that happens during Texas Rose Festival, and um, it takes a lot of coordination and all of that. So, you know, if there's a family that's like we're not interested not in our a big planning, yeah, like then that's not going to be the queen for the year. So, uh, so all of those things go go into the decision making process of who the actual queen now, is. Now,
0: financially, are they on the line for some of these things aside from like their amazing dress and their? Do they Contribute.
1: Yes, everybody who participates in the Rose Festival are financially responsible for the pieces that they're in mm-hmm. charge of. Mm-hmm.
0: So this yeah. isn't like a lightweight task that you're <laughs> no, taking no, on. No,
1: usually usually the people who are up for being the queen know years in advance mm-hmm. because it, it, it does narrow it down. You have to be from Tyler. You have to be a right. certain age. You have to be going to college. You have to be, yeah. you know, all of these things. It, it narrows it down. So there's usually only a few girls who fit the criteria and then – you usually know for years and years and years that you're in the running. And is this like a legacy
0: thing? Like how many times has it been a great grandmother, grandmother, mother? Like does that happen? A lot of times it's a legacy. Uh Not
1: always. I mean, it's been 88 years, so not always. But yeah, a lot of times it's like, A grandmother and an aunt and Mm -hmm, a, you mm -hmm. know, all of them are all Rose Queens. It's something that people can like prepare for. Like if the committee comes and says, we would like for you to be the queen, it's not like a shock. And right. You know, you
0: just did a segment on their dresses, right? We did. On their costume. On on the Rambling Roses uh, podcast that Tyler puts on. Yeah. So
1: it's an interesting year for the Texas Rose Festival because we had the same dress designer, for almost 40 years. Wynn Morton, he's famous in the costume industry. So even that, that's
0: a whole separate thing. (laughs) There's like one person. There's one person. Okay, but now that's kind of phased. Yes, he retired. Yeah, that's a long time. And has passed
1: the torch. So this year, it will be the first year for the new costume designer to display his looks. And it's also a huge year as far as people involved because normally there's around 25 to 35 people in the court and this year there's going to be around 54. Well,
0: no pressure. Yeah, no pressure. New now, do designer. the queens or the, the court, I should say, have input into their dresses? Or does the costume designer say, well, this is your choice? How does that work? Yeah, so the theme is chosen by the committee. The oh, theme, so there's a theme every there's year. There's a
1: theme every year. And, and that's another thing that's interesting is the court doesn't wear the same dresses every year. They're not recycled. It's a new dress. Every where are year.
0: all these dresses kept? well they are i'm glad you asked. i am so fascinated. fascinated now in
1: the tyler rose garden center there is the rose museum that you can go into. And so there are a lot of dresses there. The The people who participate, they get the choice if they want to keep their dress or donate it to the museum or whatever they want to yeah, do with it. Yeah, Because, I mean, um, these
0: are not just for if you haven't seen it or you haven't, haven't seen pictures. I'm not sure you can grasp. You can't. You've so, got to look at pictures. So picture <laughs> your wedding dress and then put it on steroids. Because yeah. these are like a combination of like a Southern Belle Meets like a wedding dress, meets. Meets. I mean, they are. They're intense. They are a work of art. They're a work of art. I bet they weigh a lot.
1: Yeah. Well. You can find out how much they weigh on our episode of Rangling Oh, we will.
0: We Roses. Will. Okay. So, so <laughs> um, they donate some of it. So you so can sort of actually them see them in person. Yes,
1: and they switch out those exhibits all year long, like seasonally. So you can go into the Rose Museum. And never see the same thing. And never see the same dress. And they've got the crowns and all of that What's in there the too. theme this year? This year, the theme is the secret garden. Oh. So it'll be fun. fun. Yeah, that is um, fun. So the theme is chosen by the committee, And then they kind of give some ideas to the costume designer. And the costume designer runs with it. And they come up with a few different designs for each girl to choose from. And so it's really cool. And I don't want to give away all of my secrets from the Rambling Roses podcast. But what's really cool is that a lot of times that means the personality of the girl comes out with the costume design. That's pretty neat. So we talked about in years past... For instance, one time it was like Hollywood females, Hollywood mm-hmm. greats. And so there was like a Lucille Ball costume. Okay. And, uh, yeah. You know, yeah. Um, Audrey Hepburn. Right. And that the classic. The classic. Yes. And my co host on The Rambling Rosa, mm-hmm. Cindy, she knew some of those girls from her kids going to high school mm-hmm. with them. And she was like, you know, the person who was lucille balt she was the class clown like right her personality Mm -hmm.
0: so um, so this is more than just surface stuff it sounds like they really dig pretty deep into making
1: it yeah and if you want to get into the dollars and cents of it just the texas rose festival brings in a lot of tourism dollars to the city but it also for the past year with the costume designer i mean he employs you know Hundreds of people to help hand sew these dresses, and that's employing these people every year. Yeah, just for one festival, right? You know, right. so it it is a big, it's a nice thing. It's one of those things, like you said. If you haven't seen it, like you've got you to really see can't it to grasp it. it. You can't grasp you it. It's, it one, it's one of those festivals, and we say it all the time that we'll be talking to people about the Texas Rose Festival and how nice it is, and then we'll show people pictures, and they're like. What? Yeah, it's like, yeah. it's a whole new it's, ball game. It's now with a that kind of whole thing. new yeah, ball game. It so it's it's a lot of fun. Like I said, most of the events are free. So check that out people love to do it go see the roses yeah the roses have been blooming
0: beautifully this year so. I'm sure um Aria would be in awe of all the mm-hmm. the dresses and oh yeah all the little girls fun. are like
1: oh the princesses yes <laughs> it
0: is real life princesses well that's pretty yeah. cool well and then not just the rose festival I mean Tyler has mm-hmm. a lot to offer because the sure. state park yes. when it is in its full it's fall glory the, it's one of the best places
1: to mm-hmm. see Fall colors. And you can
0: enjoy an actual picnic outside without being attacked by mosquitoes when <laughs> yes, in the fall in the it starts fall. to mellow out a little bit on mm-hmm. that. So and then the we colors. have the East
1: Texas State Fair that's super popular. Mm-hmm. You can get all your fair favorite foods, see the farm animals, mm-hmm. um, the petting ar- zoo the artists' yeah. displays, some shows. So that's a lot of fun as well. And um, then you can't forget about the whole azalea. District too, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, people think about the Azalea District just deer in spring because that's when the azaleas bloom. Sure. But it's not the only time that the Azalea District is beautiful because a lot of these gardens have – other varieties throughout the year. Well, and just the homes, the just, historic the homes, homes well. are so fun
0: to look at.
1: Yeah, and the I hate to mention Japanese maples again, but they're well,
0: so pretty. And if you're an HGTV fan like I am, I really like looking at all the houses. And that's uh-huh. one of the funny things in fall with East Texas is you look at it completely different so if you find things by landmarks which is kind of (laughs) traditionally how I do things you can't do that here because everything changes (laughs) once things lose leaves and you can see back so much further even off the highway or the interstate and you're like I've never seen that before I didn't even know that was there because it was hidden yeah so that's pretty neat and living in a place with all these evergreens um, it's refreshing to get to have both sides of the coin, right? You get to enjoy the colors and the change and the mm-hmm. leaves falling, but our beautiful, big, you know, 100-foot-tall pines are mm-hmm. evergreen, so you yeah. never feel like it's that sad or brown right, or sparse, right. you know, in it, the yeah, winter. Yeah, depressing. Yeah, look yeah. at that.
1: And then the Azalea District is also a great place to go trick-or-treating because they do have the brick streets and the sidewalks which not every neighborhood in Tyler has sidewalks hopefully we're right. moving more that way right but it, it it's a nice place to like yeah, park with kids and walk and it's around a little safer sure yeah. and speaking of trick-or-treating Caldwell Zoo does a wonderful boo at the zoo event how
0: cute yes
1: and it's so fun they are Always give the animals special fall treats, like like pumpkins and fun. So that's fun. They have a costume contest. Cute. And give out candy at stations around the way. And the zoo is decorated for Halloween. And it's also another great place to see beautiful fall colors. Yeah. And get your zoo membership because that... You know, you can go all year long for the Well, the animals
0: rate. typically come out more um, when, when it's, it's cooler. cooler. Yeah, so you're likely to see more activity at the zoo in yeah. the fall, too. Yeah,
1: versus just sleeping. Yeah, which is I mean, what we all want to <laughs> do
0: when it's, you know, 100 degrees. 100 degrees outside. And then there's a couple other places that you might not even think of as being like a, a scenic surrounding, but Edom, Texas, which is a super cute little village just west of Tyler, beautiful countryside, forests, and they have a lot of festivals festivals, um, a little art kind of artist retreat mm-hmm. there, restaurants, some shopping, mm-hmm. and that's kind of one of the smaller cities I don't think gets its fair share. I know. I, I always say that why is it more people talking about Edom, It's a great Texas? day trip.
1: It's a great day trip. It's so artistic. I was talking to somebody that actually works from Texas Monthly and mm-hmm. trying to explain the area to her, and she said it kind of sounds like marfa in east texas right <laughs> that's um, yeah that
0: might maybe not as kooky not I as mean kooky. that in a loving way marfa yes. okay <laughs> but let's be honest yeah but as
1: far as like the surprising artistic nature yes. of like the, of all of the places that right. are there right and then it's out in the country too so
0: it's a pretty drive. Oh, it's a pretty drive. Yeah. Great, yeah. great and drive. And there's some garden
1: centers out there, too.
0: So it's definitely worth a good... It was mm-hmm. a good day trip, for it sure. Is. Absolutely. And then everybody's heard of Canton, but we of kind course. of only think of Canton as like the flea market or yeah. their first Monday, first Monday right, trade days. Mm-hmm. But they do a lot in the fall as well. And they have a kid museum, right? They do. They have the Billy the Kid Museum,
1: which is fun to go to. And then also in Canton is the Yesterland farm that we were talking about earlier Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that had um that has pumpkins and right pumpkin patch and and rides and you can go out there I think they have like some painting pumpkin events and stuff like that which is super fun Mm -hmm. to do and I mean we have more farm here locally as well which has pumpkins all kinds of pumpkins and what they call like the uh fantasy pumpkins.
0: Oh, I love those the fairy tale. The fairy, fairy tale pumpkins. pumpkins. Yeah, where I they they're, they're different cool color shapes or and yeah, I those love them. Those are really those. neat. Those are neat.
1: And then there's Gladewater, which is the antique capital of East
0: Texas. Jacksonville. And
1: Jacksonville, of course, which um, there's Love's Lookout that has just a view of all of East Texas, but a great place to see. Fall Colors, of course, as well as Lake Jacksonville, which is a great place to see Fall Colors, too. Well,
0: and a lot of places are going to do Oktoberfests. We can't forget those. People are pretty big on their Oktoberfests. And I know what, um, Kilgore does one? Yes. Mm -hmm.
1: And I know both of our local breweries do an Oktoberfest, Mm -hmm. which is fun. One of them, you can dress up in Lederhosen, and they have a... A contest, but you know, Oktoberfest is actually in September. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah, it's because Oktoberfest is not actually for October the month.
0: Why do they have to lie to me like that? I don't know.
1: It's Germans. It's, a, ger- it's
0: a German thing. <laughs> so fresh, fresh
1: by Brookshire's actually does an Oktoberfest too, and they did the history of it one year, and, and that's we how know. I know. That's it's like the last week of September or something like that. I
0: guess we'll let that slide. Yeah, we'll uh, just we'll, make it our own. Well, we'll and go. Lindale, which you know is close to. Um, Uh, where I live the whole fruit and berry center of Texas. Now we're (laughs) getting away from that this time of year, but, um, you know, Miranda Lambert's done a good job there with her family and um, mm-hmm. making it into a destination as well. So they're going to do some fun fall stuff, too. Yeah,
1: they always have what they call the Country Fest. Mm-hmm. And this is at the Pickers Pavilion, yes, which right. is right mm-hmm. in that new yeah, development. Yeah, the square there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they
0: have live music vendors.
1: It's just a really fun time mm-hmm. every fall to do that. Yep
0: keep an eye out um in Longview cuz they do their quarterly art walk and then it's it's a pretty place too i mean they have a lot going on there too that's where the laterno not convention but help me out Um, Holly you know college yes Yes, but they have the Belcher Center the Belcher yeah yeah so they always have performances and stuff going on I'm sure that's going to be ramped up you know with the fall
1: yeah and then out there at the Mod Cobb Convention Center and Activity Center again in Longview they have the J.R. Curtis Garden for the Blind I didn't
0: know that yeah it's
1: it's really nice so
0: it's, Is that like a touching garden? I mean, I feel so like. What...
1: Not touching, hearing. Oh, yes. a different sense. Yeah, uh-huh. so you have like the Like brook, water. The, brook, the and, babbling uh-huh. brook that goes. Very they have cool. the lake. They have some fish in there. And that's fun. And that's directly adjacent to their botanical garden. Okay. That just only recently opened. But it's a big trail Right there through the woods. Well, we're going to have to put that on our list. Colors. I didn't
0: realize that. But that sounds yeah. like another great safe thing to do yeah. outdoors. So, okay. Yes. Uh, yes. Okay. It's a lot of fun. Excellent.
1: And of course, you know, I love Nacogdoches.
0: I do too. I went to Stephen yes.
1: F. Austin. It no feels like shortage. home to me. Mm-hmm. And it, I mean, one of the reasons why I went to Stephen F. Austin is because. The wine because tasting. <laughs> No, when I went, when I went there wasn't much wine tasting there wasn't around much there. That's <laughs> new, um, but the the area is just so beautiful. It is. And it is probably one Mize of my favorite garden, places. Millard's yeah. Crossing. Well, and like,
0: all the state park. I mean, they're so it's oh so gosh. dense with yes. state parks. In well,
1: and did you know that they have. One of the largest observatories in the central time zone.
0: I did not know that. Yes. No. They do. So you can go
1: out there. I know they paused them with COVID. Is
0: that Stephen F. Austin where it's they have Stephen that? It's Stephen F. Austin. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I didn't realize too. It's their
1: property. It's right. not like right on campus. But
0: they but. have like a sculpture garden on campus. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, They have a lot to offer. I and yeah. don't they do a Dia de los Muertos celebration yes. Yes, too? Yes, they yeah. do. That's, I've heard really good things about it that it's yeah. very well done. So yeah. that would be fun too. It's a lot of fun.
1: So, yeah, there's a lot. I mean, I always say, and you and I both always say, if you can't find anything to do in East Texas, you're you're not not looking. looking. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But during fall, just going out and looking at the beautiful colors of the cities Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. the area is enough. But then you have all of these people who are just sick of – Summer yeah. and the heat and being inside, you know. Yeah,
0: I'm ready to wear my I'm ready boots to get out. My jeans, get your and hoodies, and grab mm-hmm. your pumpkin spice, yes,
1: and go out to an event outside. Yeah, we can enjoy stuff. So. I love that
0: idea. Yeah, I'm looking forward to checking a lot of things off my list this year. Um, there's definitely some highlights that I want to take advantage of. Some photo ops for sure. I feel mm-hmm. like it's a great time of year for family pictures. If you're thinking about, you know, engagement pictures, or mm-hmm. that's one of the great things about East Texas they're so photo friendly without having to make reservations or get yeah. permits or any of that nonsense yeah. you can just go out there and, and take some great photos mm-hmm. absolutely
1: get out there enjoy the weather yeah invite your family mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> or not or not
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, if you need to relax yeah maybe you need a break either way yeah either way yeah but it's a great time to get out and enjoy enjoy the area be a tourist in your own backyard in your own
0: backyard and we'd love to hear I mean I know we didn't cover every by any means. not even so close please like you know let us know where your go to fall spot is is there a place that you would recommend this year is there an adult only place that you would recommend as more adult friendly mm-hmm. we love hearing about those as oh, well oh well
1: it's not adult only but High Hill Farm is a beautiful place if you want a fall romantic getaway getaway their leaves out there turn so many different colors. It's gorgeous. You can go on our website and look
0: that at That would be good to know, too. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I've been wanting to do, like, a riverboat type of thing oh, in Jefferson. Yeah. But it's just been too hot. And I don't want to uh-huh. get eaten alive by mosquitoes. But I think that would be really fun. And we didn't mention um, all the ghost walks. Oh yeah. You know, in Jefferson yeah. particularly, they're it, really mm-hmm. good about all the haunted hotels and mm-hmm. stuff. But all that is coming up, so let us know what Yeah, your let us know what we left out. Yeah. You can do that at
1: etxpodcast.com or on our social media pages on Instagram or Facebook. We release a new episode every other week, so make sure to subscribe and like our podcast so that you get notified when a new episode releases. And until next time, it's it's all good in the piney woods.